0: You're about to listen to a Gaming Stooges podcast with your regularly scheduled Stooges. I'm Jack. The internet calls me Cloud.
1: And I'm Landon.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's discussion,
2: and if you do, please consider subscribing to our YouTube channel, following us on Twitch, or joining our Discord. Let's get on with the show!
0: Hey there everyone, welcome to another episode of the Gaming Stooges Talks podcast. Guys, you like video game music, right? Hopefully. I like music. You like music? You like video <laughs> games? Hopefully those two things go, go together, kind of. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sure. Uh, says Al. Sure. Uh, what about you, Landon? Oh, he's, he's very silent and angry today. And very bald.
1: Yeah, I lost all my hair. Because I became a monk or something.
0: Thinking about this video, he just all his hair fell out. He was stressing out. I don't think that's a
1: joke for anyone besides us in the call. Because we don't have... You don't have the the camera. That that,
0: that one's for the VOD viewers and the live streamers. That's right, we don't even do VOD for it. No, Cloud, turn on the cameras on the stream. Yes, I was... Waiting for us to get into the topic Let's I do these I do these deliberately
1: I don't care about that For
0: sure
2: Jack What have you been playing Dude. recently?
0: What have I been playing recently? I started
2: Xenoblade Chronicles 3 How's Tell everybody? us about that please. Oh it I have not advanced the story very much I've mostly Perfect. just been doing side quests But I was I like there when so he started far. I like it so far It's fun It has uni Oh okay And that's all I can really ask for that's all that really matters.
0: It's all he needs. And Noah. Cloud. XP3. Um. I've mostly so I've kind of taken a break from like doing a lot of progress with like other games. So I went back to Pokemon and I've been like falling down a rabbit hole of trying to breed a Magikarp with good IVs and Pokemon Emerald that also has a specific hidden power type. And a decent enough power for that hidden power type. I don't know why I'm doing this. Gross. And then I also And then I also was, have been doing a shiny Dunsparce hunting again. And I actually, like, more than doubled my encounters in the last couple of days. Still no shiny Dunsparce yet, but we'll get there. Sad. We'll get one day. One day. One day. Uh, and May what about you? you Len? ask? me you, yeah, ask. I, 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 was, ask you I was about to ask you. you I was wow. about to ask
2: you. <laughs> you... <laughs> don't fucking be like that.
1: Thank you so much for asking me. Wow, I feel yes. so honored in this What moment. have
2: you been playing lately, Landon? Oh,
1: wow. Thank you, Jack, for also asking me. Yeah,
2: you're <laughs> welcome.
1: You know, uh, I just take these moments to really breathe in how much I'm appreciated as a member of Gaming Stooges when I'm Lit. past. Landon, uh, tell, yeah.
0: tell us what games you've been we playing We also have lately. Pixel Watching Live as well.
1: Uh, I, beat, um, I beat Fire Emblem Engage last week. You did. So, the whole thing, I did. Uh, that was enjoyable um, I haven't played a whole lot of latent versus right recently um, I did get back into Trails from Zero I've made some some progress there which is nice I hadn't played that since the end of last year and then let's see uh, I started playing a game on the Switch called Trinity Trigger which is just Ooh. an action RPG Okay. Um, cool published by XSEED. It's very basic, uh, but I've been enjoying it. Uh, it gives me something to think about doing. But more uh, importantly...
2: Go ahead. What have you guys been playing? But also, I'm going to ask Al specifically, since he said he started playing Guilty Gear Strive. Who's your favorite character?
1: Pixel said uh, to they play started Monster, Monster Hunter Rise. Rise again.
0: That is also what my girlfriend has been playing a lot of, more than anything. She, like was on a big Animal Crossing binge, and then she's like, I'm kind of sick of it. She started playing a lot of Monster Hunter Rise.
1: Um, so, something right. Kari and I started watching recently, though, and yep. I'll recommend it, is a show called The Bear. The Bear. It in is uh, about uh, a someone who's, like, has been working in high-end restaurants... And his brother dies, and so he takes over his brother's, like, Chicago-like, uh, like, restaurant that is, like, in the middle of failing. Hmm. It is very intense, uh, very, very dark humor, very funny.
0: Where are Uh, you watching this
1: through? Uh, it's on Hulu.
0: Okay.
2: I have Hulu.
1: Yeah, we're about three episodes in. We're enjoying it. Um... We would be watching more right now, but uh, Cloud says I have to do this, part of my contract or whatever.
0: Oh, okay. I said I have to. Yeah, I never said You said, said that. I have to. Yeah. I never said that, but we are doing a podcast and it does require the three of us. Um, Al says he's only had time to play his solo and so far, so. Before we get into our main topic, was there anything else we wanted to just mention or we want to just jump right in? You can um, go...
1: Give Jack money. Give me money? Yeah, this is his routing number right here. (laughs) (laughs) We just just
0: doxed Jack in the middle of our fourth podcast episode. Epic. Hell yeah.
2: Um, Gaslighting me in all new directions.
1: I don't know. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else I want to talk about.
0: (laughs) Except... (laughs) Except Tillamook Frozen Custard Which is not our sponsor, unfortunately Maybe we could get sponsored by them one day
1: Tillamook Creamery, come on
0: Tillamook, if you're listening Sponsor this random Twitch podcasting group That has nothing to do with your product Spells too Uh, hard
1: That's true Jack has joshed me before, so I'm only getting him back for that
0: uh, Alice, yeah, Alice said that time, Jack doxed Landon. All right, oh, yeah. so let's jump into today's topic then. And today's topic is uh, video game soundtracks. So um, it's probably no surprise that all three of us, to some degree, really, really like video game music. Except Landon, because he doesn't like anything. Like, he never likes anything, ever. Can, so. can you confirm this, Landon? he's he's nodding even though like you know the, you can't see it if you're listening to the podcast he's and now he's just kind of like moving his he's head, like in like a figure eight moving his head in like, an, it's like th- yeah like yeah, a yeah, figure eight um
1: my neck hurts now
0: so yeah i Good unfortunately job. so like now fun part about today's topic though is that two of us And by two of us, I mean not me. I actually have musical backgrounds with uh, Jack and Landon actually having played instruments or are playing instruments. Jack has a lot of musical knowledge. He's even the manager of a local music store. The chicken Um, right there. And Landon weekly plays instruments uh, at a band practice. So they they have a lot more experience than I do with music. But we all do like video game music a lot. Um, We've compiled a uh, list of soundtracks we're going to talk about. Each of us have picked five and we're going to talk about their composers, we're going to talk about what we like about the soundtracks, um, just kind of like deep dive and like really dissect why do we like these the video the music from these games, what do they do to enhance the experience. Um, just right off the bat, there are quite a few series that we are not going to talk about. Sonic the Hedgehog, yes we get it, we love Sonic music, there, a lot of the soundtracks are really good we've talked enough about them none of us put sonic on our list uh same thing with um final fantasy everybody knows who nobuo amatsu is at this point if you're tuning in you probably have heard of him i i don't know um final fantasy music is largely good we don't need to talk about it it's but we are going to get into some of our other favorites um so we're going to go around and we'll just pick one at a time, one of the entries that we picked, and discuss what we like about it, what it does to enhance the music experience. Just kind of, you know, just kind of tear these these games' soundtracks apart and why we like them. Uh, we usually go in the same order as always, so that means, Jack, you are first.
2: Um, okay. I guess I need to choose one to... Whichever one you want. First. Yep. Um... Okay, uh let I'll start with an easy one. Um so the first one I'm gonna talk about is a game that I'm currently let's playing. Super Mario Galaxy Baby.
0: YouTube.com uh, slash Gaming Stooges if you want to tune into that.
2: Yeah. We have a let's play. It's been getting like a lot of a lot. views for by our standards. Like the new the the part that went up literally today already has twenty views. I don't know where they're coming from, but whatever. Um, the hit LP from Jack. <laughs> Thank you, Al. Uh, yeah, the Super Mario Galaxy, uh, composed by Koji Kondo and Mahito Yokota.
0: I Apologies if we you... mispronounce any of these names, by the way.
2: Yokota, yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm sure I will, because I'm white as shit. Uh, but shit's not that white, uh,
1: unless you have something wrong with you. True. Um, What are you, a bird? Jack's a bird.
2: Don't tell anyone. Uh, But yeah, Mario Galaxy, um, the hit video game that I'm LPing, uh, you know, known for being a, like, you know, Mario's big, like arguably biggest adventure game, what have you. Um, So, to accompany that, uh, Koji Kondo went from sicko mode straight to fucko mode <laughs> and hired an entire orchestra to perform this soundtrack that he composed. God and, knows they
0: have the money for this, too.
2: Yeah. Like, they literally, like, put a an entire orchestra together to record, like, two hours of music. It's crazy. Um... And the music in it is fucking phenomenal. Not everything is totally orchestrated. I mean, like, there's definitely some songs that are just, like... Koji Kondo doing his normal thing. His normal Mario thing. Uh, some remixes of old songs. Um, but, uh... Yeah, no, I just think... I, I just... Really enjoy the way that, like... The music is composed. And... Every song in it is like, like, despite how, like, you know, epic and grandiose it is, like, it's all very earwormy. Like, it gets stuck in your head pretty easily. And, uh, there's, like, some of the most iconic songs in the franchise are from this game, like, Gusty Garden Galaxy, in the credits for the Mario movie. Um, for some reason. I'm not complaining, but it's there. Um,. Yeah, I, I I don't really think I. That's have a much good else point
0: about it being an, about earworms and orchestral music because sometimes orchestral music can sound really nice, but they don't become it, earworms. It so sounds fact it I, sounds
2: nice in the moment, but like y- you know, there's a lot of soundtracks that like do their job well while you're playing the game and just kind of like set the mood and you know set a tone for the scene and like help express the. I don't know. I, I, I don't know why I'm like the game I'm thinking of at the moment is heavy rain where like the soundtrack does its job very well when you're playing the game. But I don't remember a fucking thing from that soundtrack yeah, when I'm not playing it. Um, But yeah, no, I just think the way that they took a, a style of music that the series is known for and just like amped it up to have a full orchestra sound is, uh, really cool and really well executed.
0: And, uh, I think that's it. Alright. Uh, I guess the first, um, the first game I want to talk about is, um, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna get it out of the way, guys. You know what I'm gonna talk about? Pokemon. Kingdom Hearts. I'm gonna talk about Toho. Right. So, you so, uh, <laughs> he's going to he's going to he's just going to tune out for the next 5 minutes. I'll let but, you know when he's
2: done, uh, Landon. Okay.
0: But uh no, so <laughs> wow. <laughs> so Toho is a series of games made by literally just one guy, and he's just a guy that likes beer and likes making shoot 'em ups apparently. And this man is Crazy when it comes to his music compositions, he has a lot of um, He has like a lot of uh, changes in like Time signatures like in the middle of songs. He has a lot of different instruments. He's very well known for his like Weird like they, they call them zoom pits. They're trumpets, but they're not like actual trumpets. They're like synthy but not like they're not like totally synth-y. it's really weird how to explain them i know um, what you mean yeah and then he uh, he's he's very well known for like adding like very um, del- um complicated piano lines to his songs like just a lot of different things that he does with the songs and they're always tailor-made for a character so a lot of the time when you hear a song it has a very specific vibe that it's going for uh, just one example is um the character um uh, Oh my god, I'm blanking on this character. Uh, I think it's Ichirin. the one that's uh, with uh, this guy, this character named Unzan in uh, Game Undefined Fantastic Object. She has like this very, um, like, I don't know how to explain it. It's very like a poppy, upbeat, and like silly sort of jazzy theme. But it's um... okay. Alice is saying I was right, and it's because they're not a serious character. You're fighting like this old man's spirit purely because they want to get on the boat that you're getting that you're trying to also get to that's it but then you also have like these epic ones like um uh Inchlings of the Shut." god the names of the uh songs are very very complicated but the uh there's a theme for what the final boss of the 14th game in the series and it's like very bombastic and loud and there's many different melodic movements throughout the song. The funny thing is, is it's irony because the character is actually this itty bitty person that's literally like the size of my thumb. And you are, she's fighting a character who is an average size person. So the perspective is actually supposed to be flipped for her song. Um, there's a bunch of different examples I can go, but he, he really like makes the songs deliberately for the stages and the characters that they go to. So you really get a sense of identity. So that's the the thing I like about those, the music is that not only are they very well composed, there's a lot of diff, they're very complicated, but very still very earwormy. They sound really good, but they also are tailor-made to have a certain vibe for a character, not simply just a stage sometimes. So I think it's a very unique approach and it's something that I like. So I just wanted to, point that out it's very good music so uh jack do you want to tell landon that i finished hey landon. did you actually <laughs> mute Cloudy. i don't know i don't okay. i don't i i was playing along
1: who are you guys what's going on um sorry i've been drinking now so i don't know what's going on uh
0: you talking about gaming Jack
1: you said something about Koji Kondo right
0: I did not yeah he did don't lie to him <clears throat> wait yeah back uh, you were talking about Mario Galaxy is
1: this also a bit <laughs> are we in the middle of a bit
0: I think Maybe. we're in the middle of a bit I can't tell
1: I but yes please don't hurt me <laughs> um you're making me hurt me um you're making me hurt me. Uh, did you know he composed the helicopter theme for Pilot Wings?
0: That's you're not doing this, dude.
1: You're not. What? Do, you're not doing this. Doing what? I
0: know what you're doing.
1: What am I doing?
0: He's misdirecting.
1: Am I i misd- Yeah, saying something about Koji Kondo.
2: I think you're stalling. He's, I. He's. He does have a game. That Koji Kondo was a lead composer in. That he is not talking about yet. He's sandbagging for some it. reason.
0: He's sandbagging oh, it. I
1: don't know. I I think like if you pull open Koji Kondo's like Wikipedia page, he's been on a lot of things. Not just you know main composer, but like supporting roles. Yeah, he's done like. he's a the very storied history. He's like if you've played a Nintendo game, he's probably. Especially if it's Mario or Zelda, he's probably done it.
0: It's it's no surprise that Koji Kondo often ends up on like very high on lists of video game music composers when people like rank them and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, he's he's got some good stuff.
1: Um, and then anyway. he also he also worked on New Super Mario Brothers. So there's that. Um, anyway, you know what, what game series I really like the music to? It's actually the Bit series.
2: <laughs> why would you why what was the point of that bit what was the Whoop point bit. of that bit okay when you get to your Koji Kondo game you better just fucking get right into it I swear to god
1: oh are you talking about The Wind Waker Legend of yeah. the, the Wind Waker yes. see I, I like him because he's turned around and he's not even facing us anymore Oh. You just take the headset off too. that would complete complete the whole thing.
0: No, 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 you're good.
1: You're good. What?
2: Which one do you want to talk about?
1: Uh all of them.
2: Okay, pick one.
1: Uh No, he
0: could talk about whatever.
1: I don't know. Uh I mean, I I I don't know. I like I like game music. Yeah. There you go. All right. End the podcast there. He said the bit all right. Uh, no, I'll, I'll talk about The Wind Waker, if that okay. makes Cloud feel better about himself. This
0: bit's been going on for three
1: minutes. Okay. Come on, Landon. I'm the one who has to edit the audio, so I don't know what I I'm know. <laughs> uh, don't you
2: want this to be shorter?
1: Yes, uh, but I I need to make, make the funnies at some point. What do you rate game music? What do I rate game music? That's the question. It's a soft um, six out of ten. In general... Uh, six out of ten. Is that what I'm? Okay, I guess I rated six out of ten. Um, the Wind Waker. I, I like a lot of the themes from the Wind Waker, which is why I was gonna just go into that. Uh, but then they started having me do a
2: bit. Um, I. <laughs> we did not force you to do that bit. Okay. I, I. don't. I don't. I don't know.
1: I'm losing my train of thought.
0: So, are you talking about the It trip series or the Legend of Zelda: The Wind Waker?
1: I thought I was going into the, the Legend of Zelda: The Wind Waker now, uh, but now I don't know.
0: Lennon? please tell us about the
2: Legend of Zelda: The Wind Waker. I would love to hear your thoughts on it.
1: I really like the music from that. That's like one of the one of the like soundtracks that I like, especially like the 30th anniversary re release, uh, where they have like the whole medley of songs from it that I, I just know every single part, every single note. Not every single note, because I can't like actually play all the instruments, unfortunately, but...
2: <laughs> one day.
1: <laughs> uh, one day, uh, if I could ever learn how to play a violin, or the trombone. Um, okay. That'd be funny. Um, I don't know, I just really like all the music from The Wind Waker. Um I I really wanted to more so talk about like some of the body the body of work from some of the composers on my list rather than the the music from it. Um, okay. So that's sort of why I was going into the pilot wings bit uh is I just wanted to mention like Koji Kondo in particular of the composers from the Wind Waker. Um like has done like a ton of stuff, I mean, a ton of good stuff. Like a lot of the Zeldas, he's been on, uh, and a lot of the the Mario's, he's he's done music for. So I mean, that's more so what I was wanted to, wanted to say. So okay. I already said my piece. You're,
2: I'm fine with you doing that. Okay. Just you know. All right. Uh, is it my turn? Yeah, it's your to turn. say to say a that's thing. I suppose.
0: I mean, he's um, already scooping Tillamook frozen custard in his mouth, so I assume I, I it's guess,
1: your turn. I it's guess Northwest means... Mint Chip, by the way. Northwest Mint Chip, Tillamook frozen custard. Go find it at I, your store.
2: I guess that means it's my turn. Um. Okay. So the next one that I'm going to talk about uh, is, I guess I'll fo- I guess I'll talk a little bit about the composer as well, and you know, highlight some of his work. Um, but also I want to talk about the franchise that I'm about to talk about, which is Jet Set Radio. Um, composed. Uh, and what's the what's the word for when like an artist like chooses like arranged song, arranged. Yeah, there we go. There um, go. composed and arranged by Hideki Naganuma, Mister Funky Uncle Twitter shit poster himself. Um. yeah, I f- fucking adore this, the soundtrack to Jet Set Radio, and Future. Uh, So it's, it's only the two games I'm going to be talking about, but uh, a lot of them Sonic are very Rush. just he uh, he did do Sonic Rush. I was going to talk about the games first, and then I'll get to his shit. Um, but yeah, Jet Set Radio, iconic soundtrack, so many fucking great songs that suit the tone and energy of the game perfectly. Uh, A lot of the original songs by uh, Mr. Naganuma uh, are very, like... Oh, shit, did my mouse just die? Nope. Okay, we're good. Um, A lot of the original songs composed uh, by Mr. Naganuma are, like, very inspired by, like, late 90s electronic and big beat music. Like, there's definitely a very heavy, like, the Chemical Brothers, the Prodigy fat boy slim type influence in his music and I fuck I can kind of I can kind
0: of see the fat boy slim there oh for sure I never th- I never there's, thought about it but like yeah no that's that, that makes sense
2: there's a lot that's like his big single biggest inspiration is like 90s big beat um, I mean he said so himself uh, and it suits the like I said it suits the game perfectly um, and there's just God there's just so many fucking good songs hold on I'm trying to pull up the goddamn list of songs in the soundtrack uh, so I can point out the names because I'm blanking on every single one of them except for Sneak Man which is uh, incredible Al Uh, says that
0: Concept of Love is the only song he knows
2: (sighs) Concept of Love is a good one though um but yeah fucking That's Enough Let Mom Sleep Uh, Sweet Soul Brother uh, fucking Rocket On which has a public anime sample it's there's fucking it's good shit and then like also the uh, arranged licensed side to the soundtrack because there are a lot of like songs in the soundtrack that pre-existed from such artists as Toronto B.B. Wrights, Castle Logical Rob Zombie Guitar Vader fucking Jurassic 5. Uh, uh cold? Bunch of cool shit. Um it's a it's a fucking great soundtrack and it's bad, uh, the
0: only name I recognized out of that was Rob Zombie.
2: Man, not all right. Um Jack's going to kill Jet Set, me later. <laughs> maybe. Uh at Radio Future uh, also a great soundtrack. Fucking Fly Like a Butterfly concept of love funky dealer goddamn the song cake or birthday cake by Chibomato is in that it's crazy it's crazy man um and yeah hideki naganuma is uh doesn't have the quite the excuse me composer discography that koji kondo has but there's some cool shit in there he did the soundtrack for sonic rush uh He did. uh, He's had some contributions uh, to what was it? Hover from uh, twenty seventeen. There's a couple of songs that he did in that. He had some. He had a song in Persona Three, Dancing in Moonlight, a remix anyway. Um, And he's so far been the only named composer for upcoming. Bomb Rush Cyberfunk, which I'm very much looking forward to. Um, but yeah, no. Hideki Danganuma is cool
0: as fuck. Great music. Great Twitter. Great Twitter. All right. So speaking of soundtracks that are eccentric, uh, I might as well continue the eccentric soundtracks. And um, talk about the soundtrack to Katamari Damacy, which is a really good soundtrack, if I may say so. Incredible soundtrack. Um, There was a lot of different um, people that worked on this soundtrack. The major one is uh, Yu Miyake, who I only actually know from uh, Katamari Damacy, but they've done quite a lot. They've done some Ridge Racer stuff. They've done many... Of the Katamari games. Pretty much all of them I think. Uh, They did a remix for Persona 4. Dancing all night. Apparently. Um, But the uh, one thing I really like. About the Katamari Damacy. uh, Soundtrack is. It's. It's oddly dissonant. But it fits so well. Because the game is wacky. And just very unique. And you can't. Like, it's very awkward, but in a really endearing way. And the soundtrack reflects this by having various different genres of music. There's uh, uh, K. Sarasaro, which is basically like a fair Frank Sinatra sounding kind of song, I guess, would be the best way to describe it. You've got the main theme, Katamari on the Rocks, which is really cool. Um, Lonely Rolling Star, which is like a really soft bubblegum poppy kind of song. So like they go through various genres and, um, there's just a lot of different, uh, songs that styles that they go for across the different levels. And it's all really good stuff. It's, it, it sets a very, um, unique and just strange vibe that kind of like hits what Katamari Damacy is going for, which is just like I don't know how to explain it other than there's like it's almost chaotic but in a really controlled and interesting way I I guess that's what I'm going for um but yeah it's it's definitely it's a it's a weird soundtrack that both fits really well within the game and is also just really good to listen to like out of the game it's just really good stuff Hey, why I'm done
1: oh hi it's your turn. Hi, welcome back to Landon Time on the Gaming Stooges podcast. Um, Hi. I just want to let everyone know that you can, you know, continue to support us through our Patreon at patreon.com slash gaming stooges.
2: That is true. Um,
1: this is where I would shout out people if anyone was at the $10 tier. No one currently, <laughs> is. So, there you go. Anyway, um, <laughs> I really like... Uh, the, I mean, I'll say this. Um, there's one. There's two videos. I'll ask someone to to go watch. First, I'm gonna link the first one in the spoilers on our Discord. You can join our Discord for free. You don't even have to pay money to to chat with yeah. us on Discord. How's that? You sound? just have to find.
0: You just have to find the link on most to all of our videos on YouTube. And, and the description
1: for this this episode. Yes, right. So you can just on t- on whatever platform you like to listen to. Um, uh, just jump in. There's 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 a video for you. Um, uh, from Austin Winery, uh, he he's an excellent composer. He's done a lot of stuff, not just video game stuff. He's done a lot of like uh, films uh, as well. Uh, but a lot of his video game work is more so what, uh, I've listened to, except, I'm gonna throw out, he did, uh, The Flintstones and WWE, uh, Stone Age Smackdown. He was on the, (laughs) the OST for that.
2: Incredible.
1: So, uh, but he's worked a lot with, uh, like, a lot of indie companies. He's, like, the, I would say the biggest one is his soundtrack for Journey. Um, because that's won a bajillion. Well, it was. It was like nominated for like eight different awards and won like five of them. Uh, yeah, it's probably the the thing he's had the most. Uh, like his soundtrack is f- phenomenal. For that, you can listen to Cloud openly weep uh, in our uh, let's play whole playthrough of Journey.
0: I have no recollection of this.
1: You got really emotional during the uh, like. The end of the game, and I think part of that is because of just how the gameplay and like the music, and he like they were designing the levels with the music like, in
0: mind. In all, oh, like, wow. it was
1: like uh, back and forth with that, and he he's done that with some of the other games that uh, they've done um, with like some of the similar companies he's worked with, because he's worked on. I think all of that game company's songs. So Flo... Or games. Uh, Abzu. Uh, he also worked on Abzu and The Pathless. Uh, Abzu and The Pathless were from Giant Squid Studios, which is like an offshoot of that game company. Gotcha. Uh, but they sort of still have the same kind of feel that like Journey has.
0: Uh, kind of like um, Studio Trigger is to the Gainax.
1: More mean, or less, I mean. yeah. Um, and so, like... Any game that he, like, does the soundtrack for, like, all, all the ones that I've heard, I really enjoy it, at least the soundtrack. Um, but yeah, definitely Journey, Abzu, and The Pathless, and Flow are all, like, ones that it feels like like he's working the same time as uh, they're, like, designing levels and stuff. And so he, the music just plays along with the level. It's, like, an inherent part of it. Um, it's just a fantastic experience. So, yeah. Uh, the, the video I linked was him writing music for the Pathless. Um, it's, like, his whole process of writing, like, a song, a single song
0: for that game. That's cool how he, like, actually, like, has a video to break down the, what goes into it.
1: He has a... Very cool. He, he has a, his own, like, YouTube channel. And there's a lot of good stuff on there. I would honestly recommend like looking at some of his stuff on there because he does like he like has chats with other like um other composers and stuff. Uh, he has a lot of like showing off his like his creative process, um, just like officials uh, like tracks uh, with like the actual notation of songs. Um, so like, there's a lot of good stuff that you can. That you can find on his YouTube channel. Yeah.
2: Cool. Very cool. Thumbs up. Uh, it's it my it's my turn. Hi, I think so. It's me. Why do Hi, we have
1: turns? Why can't we just have an open discussion?
2: I mean, yeah, true. But we still chose things to talk about. We we can, chose specific things to talk about. We but, can have yeah. a
1: prepared list of things, but then like have a conversation. That is true. Anyway, what's next on your list?
0: I just didn't have anything to add to that.
2: Same. <laughs> um. Sorry. Hey, I'm going to talk about this band, Anamanaguchi. They I'm gonna composed. Talk about that band too. Okay. You are going to talk about that band. Uh, briefly. Anyway, I probably will not. Um. So hey, uh, Anamanaguchi is a like chip tune. people some people call it bit pop band basically they write like chiptune instrumentals but also they're like a rock band with like a guitar and bass and drums um 95 percent of the time instrumental great band i've seen them live twice and i saw them perform the entirety of the soundtrack i'm about to talk about which is scott pilgrim versus the world the game, a game that we streamed. Landon and myself.
1: Hi, that's me. Hi, that's him. I'm. I am Landon and myself.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. It so, Automata Gucci was like a band before the Scott Pilgrim game. Uh, they had one EP that they released in 2006 called Power Supply, and they have one full-length studio album released in 2009 called Dom Metropolis*. one of the songs from that album featured in a game that landon will be talking about you can just um, say it bit trip runner. okay <laughs> okay yeah it's Bitrip trip runner the song blackout city which is how i assume they were like hired mm. for uh scott pilgrim
1: they had two songs featured for bit trip runner
2: oh yeah mermaid right yeah
1: Mermaid uh, closing track so that's something I really like that they did with the Bitrip series is uh, they would take a lot of chiptune artists and they'd feature them for the opening and the uh, credits uh, for the the original six Bitrip games yeah Um, fantastic work on those I mean they're all like they were pre-done pre-released stuff but I thought it was like really cool way to get people like into like either the Bitrip series that were into Tune, or people that were really into bit trip into Tune.
2: I have, I, I have two records with me because, uh, oh. Hey, why not? Uh, I have this, uh, for Bitrip's trip's greatest Those, for, hits, fantastic for album. The, the greatest chips, actually. Actually, oh, uh, greatest
0: chips. My bad. I didn't <laughs> yeah, see that. Um, actually, I was, tr- um, I was actually, trying to read it while you were moving it around. Um, Tell actually, me some
2: slack. it's the it's the greatest Doritos. Uh, yeah. For if you're listening to the podcast and you can't see my camera, then I I it is a LP copy of Bit Trip's Greatest Chips, which features uh all of the game themes from the franchise. From
1: the original from few, six games,
2: yeah. From the original six games,
1: yeah. So
0: bit trip beat, bit trip core, Bitrip void, bit trip runner, bit trip uh, f- fate, fate and, and flux. bit trip flux. Yeah,
2: yeah. And there, and there's Onimonoguchi, Blackout City, and Mermaid, both of which came from the Power Supply album. Um, yeah. Uh, where was I going with this? <laughs> oh yeah, Scott Pilgrim. That probably led um, into them
1: being able to work on Scott Pilgrim. Y- yeah, your true. your your theory
2: true um but yeah which I also (laughs) have here the Scott Pilgrim versus the world the game soundtrack How Um, how much did that one cost you this was from limited run I don't remember how much it was but this was from when they did the uh Scott Pilgrim physical and this is why it took me like 15 months to get my physical copy of Scott Pilgrim because Final production is so fucked that it took them over a year to get this pressed.
0: Jeez. So
2: yeah. and since I pre-ordered both at the same time, I just had to wait. Um. But yeah, I saw the I, I saw them in Chicago last year on 420 and saw them perform the entire soundtrack, to Scott Pilgrim, and it was very cool. Um Yeah, it's. I don't really have a whole lot to say about the soundtrack itself. I really love it. I love this band. I love their albums outside of Scott Pilgrim. I mean, Scott Pilgrim is how I discovered them. Um, Because I played Scott Pilgrim. I I played Scott Pilgrim back in like when I got a PS3. Basically, I was gonna say what
0: year Uh, did that game come out? Like twenty ten. Twenty. Yeah. That's so. That's a long time ago. At this point,
1: were they featured in the movie?
0: I don't think so. Good question. Um, I haven't watched the movie. It would ooh. be, it would make sense, and would be cool if they were.
2: I don't think they are because I've, I've seen the credited movie soundtrack, and I don't think they're on God it. But to briefly, damn mention, Hollywood. To briefly mention the movie soundtrack, uh, the themes or the songs, the songs performed by the in-universe band Sex Bob-Omb. Uh, those songs are composed and written by Beck, which is cool.
0: Oh, that is cool. Yeah. I love nope. Beck.
2: Um, That's also a great soundtrack, the movie. But so, talking about this, um, it's got good songs. That's pretty much all I have to say about the soundtrack itself. I don't know. It's, I mean, the game is how I discovered the band. Uh, they put out another album in 2013 that was really really long and then they didn't put out anything else How for long 6 was years. It? Uh 75 minutes and that is two songs. That is 76 long for minutes
0: a music album.
2: For for especially for an album of its kind like yeah. electro like a like hyper A hyper bright, colorful chiptune album for 76 minutes is... It's
0: a lot. I was going to say, it It does sound like a lot. I still love it, though.
2: Um, They shot a... They had a a Kickstarter to fund money for their new album. uh, And they used the Kickstarter money to send a piece of pizza into space... and then they still and then yeah they just sent a piece of pizza into space it was weird Uh, but then they made the album anyway so it was all good
0: Uh, Um, alright then
2: but yeah Uh, Um,
0: weird guys but I love them
1: are you saying that we should take our Patreon money
0: and put a pizza into space yes okay no 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 not a pizza a pint of Tillamook frozen custard
1: a pint of Tillamook frozen (laughs) custard people people $3 $3 here, that's all we're asking. $3, $3 a month, and you can see a pint of Tillamook frozen custard in space. I mean, not with your own eyes, but we'll send you a picture.
0: Yeah. We'll we'll get them to take a picture with what is it, the James Webb telescope? Whatever the... Whatever that new powerful one is. Um, I do want to bounce off of what uh, Jack was talking about with... um musical artists who they didn't originally do game music, but they have experience with game music. And um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was the Spy of the Dragon trilogy soundtrack, which is composed uh, by Stuart Copeland, famous for being the drummer for The Police. Um, he, uh, he did... A crazy good job on the soundtrack to the Spyro trilogy. Um, It's very unique because when you think of um, game music it's usually either like you've got like chip tune or you've got a lot of like rock and you've got like you know heavy like leading instrument kind of stuff you've got you might have guitar you might have a different genre might use like piano or some sort of horns like some sort of like leading instrument. But Stuart Copeland is a drummer, so he has a lot of percussion f- used in the soundtrack to uh, Spyro, and it's it's very different, and it's, it's great because it's the kind of music that you can just kind of like vibe to, which is kind of what Spyro is, it's a vibey game, you just kind of like run around, collect gems, you know, if you flame a few, you know, evil dudes, and yeah, so the soundtrack really, he nailed it because it, it fits so well, but um, yeah it's it's really cool to see when like musical artists outside of the realm of video games manage to put their uh just kind of give their experience and put it into a game soundtrack uh, because it's they are different styles of music but um i mean on a monoguchi they they do music that's very similar to video game music so it's kind of just a natural fit for them but i found it interesting how Stuart copeland who had like no experience with video games managed to create a game soundtrack that is as iconic as it is which i'm, I'm talking about three different games he did do the music to spyro enter the dragonfly too but uh, I, don't, yeah. I, don't like about, I don't like talking about that game
1: <laughs> subscribe to patreon and we'll vote that he has to Am play I... spyro enter the dragonfly i'm gonna make well, the poll I... myself so you know what's gonna happen It'll God be damn it. Spyro, Enter the Dragonfly, or Eat Shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've, I've, I did a Let's Play on the Spyro Reignited Trilogy series, which thankfully does have Stuart Copeland's original compositions because I don't really care for the remixes. I just wanted to bounce off of what Jack was saying because it is interesting how video game music and traditional music can have this coexistence at times.
1: Pixel asks, can I do one moat for the vote? If you're subscribed. If
0: if you're subscribed when yeah. the poll goes up. You yeah. never know when
1: the poll's going to go up, so.
2: <laughs> we're not going to tell you.
1: Yeah. It'll, it'll only go live on our Patreon, and then that's it. I'm, we're not even going to say anything on the Discord.
0: <laughs> you just have to refresh and wait for it. Yeah. $6 tier.
1: Yes, Pixel? Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> she says Landon, bro. Broseph, uh huh. We hear you. What's going on?
1: Cloud needs to pay for the RSS feed. I, I have to. <laughs> I have to shill as hard as I can so my man can pay for the RSS feed.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. It means so much to me.
1: Please, Please tell, tell me when me you. When you put I'll put. It. I'll tell you after the results go live. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Got him.
1: At least I'll tell you the results of said poll. <laughs> anyway, well, what were you talking about, Jack?
2: Just uh, now? Jack
0: was talking about
2: Anamanaguchi. Gucci, and the trip franchise a little bit. Oh. Specifically, their involvement in it. Did you
1: know that Matthew Harwood also worked on Castle Crashers?
2: I did not know that, actually. Yep, yep. That is
0: very interesting.
1: He also did Homefront, but I don't care about that.
2: Fuck Homefront.
1: Yeah. I'm sure the soundtrack is fine. I don't know. I haven't listened to the soundtrack. Um, But he, I mean... He's the composer.
0: He's the, co-
1: he's the composer for the Mid Game.
0: Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!
1: <laughs> Pixel is still trying to get. He's she's trying to bribe uh, <laughs> the 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 patrons. Um, <laughs> Why don't you tell us
0: a little bit more about the Bit Trip series music, though?
1: I don't know. There. So here's the thing: they're music games. They're games yeah. about yeah. music, rhythm, rhythm games. So, like, once again, they're designed with the, like, the music and the level design, like, are, like, they were kind of made together.
0: Yeah, even more than Journey, a game, a rhythm game has to literally operate on the fundamentals that the game revolves around the soundtrack.
1: But something I like that they did with the games is uh, sort of how, like, a lot of games, if you do, like... Like, say Guitar Hero, if you do really well, you keep, like, a streak going. You, like, have, like, a, a score multiplier. Right. Bitrip has the score multiplier, um, like, in some fashion. And, like, every game, they, like, add, like, to the to like the cap of whatever the score, score multiplier is. But when you go up a level, it, like, adds more layers to the music. And when you go down uh, a level, it, like, decreases all the way to, so, like... Yep. Basically, no music. Um, but then also, yeah. you playing the game and like doing stuff adds to the music as well.
2: Makes more music. Like happen. you're
1: adding notes to it. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's they're super cool. Um. I really probably my favorite song of all of the games is uh, the first level of Flux. Uh, and now I have to look that up because I forget it off the top of my head.
2: Fair. Quick, Jack. Stall for time. Um, hey, folks, how you doing? Um, Who else was on this soundtrack?
0: I, I'm gonna talk more about it later, but I could also add on to the point that you were making about how when you, depending on how you play, removing and adding layers. Um, I wanted to uh bring up pokemon because in the generation five games there's a huge emphasis on that sort of thing um in pokemon black and white there's several different themes uh that they they iterate on each other with different instrumentation being added uh depending on what you do it's basically like circumstantial musical layering and um one of uh one of the uh most prominent is like the village bridge where like if you talk to different people they'll add different layers onto the song until like you talk to everybody and the whole song is actually playing or how when you run around on the overworld it'll add a drum beat but when you walk or if you're not moving it doesn't actually um play that drum beat so it's a little bit more like it's just a little bit like less detailed in the music or, like, the Victory Road theme is, like, they, as you continue to move along through the badge check, it adds a layer until the song eventually is full when you enter Victory Road proper. So, I do like when games do that. It's really cool how they might, like, actually strip the the song apart into separate layers and uh, kind of MacGyver around based on what you're doing.
1: I linked it onto our Discord in the spoilers. Uh, it's Epiphany is... The is the level slash song that I was thinking of.
0: That sounds familiar. Probably, I mean, I did play, I did, I did play the Bitrip games. Uh, I did I, play Flux a little bit.
1: It's the first. It is the first level of Flux of the three. There's three levels. Um, that's the other nice thing is all the Bitrip games, like the core, like the six core games, are all like three levels, like three worlds. So like. The, the OSTs are not very long for them uh, but uh, epiphany is super fantastic um, I don't know just the layering on that even the the OST variant of epiphany um, is like done really well because they they for the OST if you just listen to the OST um, it still gradually goes through like you like the level progression of are getting like starting at meta, getting giga, extra, ultra, super, mega, hyper, or however level it goes. I think it's hyper, hyper, mega, super, ultra, extra, giga, meta. That's it. It's that that direction. Um, it's I don't know. It's like done really well for layering. Like all of the all of the games do it really well. Um, and. I also really like the soundtracks for Runner 2 and 3 um, Runner 2 in particular is fantastic just overall um, yeah but yeah I highly recommend at least listening to the music for the Bishop games
2: I would agree with that Yeah,
0: yeah it is good music it's great music it's part, part of the reason why the games are good
2: All right, um, so Bit Trip is a series that involves like you know some music artists. Notes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, music notes. It's a common theme throughout this podcast. Um, features some pre-existing songs from pre-existing artists, right? I'm gonna talk about Tony Hawk now. I really wanted <laughs>
1: you to talk about Xenoblade Chronicles instead. Of-
2: <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, this is a weird one because this none of the Tony Hawk games have any like composers outside of like a main menu theme occasionally. Like some games have them. Um, but no, the Tony Hawk games are almost all licensed music, but it's all really really good and is probably like the most influential anything in regards to my music taste uh it's oftentimes it's a lot of you know alternative rock punk metal hardcore hip hop there's some electronics sometimes not very often but like every once in a while um and ska fitting, ska. fitting ska. music
0: for a skating skateboarding series
2: yeah you want to have good music that fits well with skateboarding and they they do a good job and i think it's because tony hawk himself yeah, i was going to say i, I was going to say music.
0: yeah isn't tony hawk like involved in the cho- the process He's, of choosing the music that goes in
2: I like literally looked into this and i could not find out who is like solely responsible for selecting the music in the games it's probably like a group effort but as far as i know tony himself chooses a lot of the music he like curates most of the soundtracks in the franchise um bronze which gaming is like,
1: al asks which tony hawk game has your favorite soundtrack
2: well, that's the thing. I was going to highlight one specifically. I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's the one that I played the most when I was a kid. Uh, I was going to talk about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4, which is a, a game that most people don't talk about. Usually people just bring up one or two. Or, if they're cool, Underground, which is probably the best game in the series and probably has my favorite sound. Probably has my favorite soundtrack, but 4 is the one that I feel like had a lot of what shaped my music taste as it is today um there's some fucking good shit in this soundtrack we got Labor by Aesop Rock we got Oodle of O's by De La Soul fucking Mass Appeal by Gangstar uh Spokesman by Goldfinger All My Best Friends Are Metalheads by Less Than Jake got one uh yeah that's a fucking good one Shimmy by System of a Down, got fucking My Adidas by Run DMC, um, Blackball by uh, The Offspring. There's so many good- oh, fucking Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden, and TNT by ACDC. Like, there's some good shit in this Number soundtrack. of the Beast
0: was also in Guitar Hero 3.
2: Uh, yes it was. I, I was, like, torn on whether I wanted to talk about Guitar Hero or Tony Hawk, but I feel like Tony Hawk had, like, just slightly more of an influence yeah, on sure. me personally than Guitar Hero did. Well, you are a um, skater boy. I I did actually, I do own a skateboard. I uh, I think it's in my parents' house somewhere, but uh, I'm not very good.
1: And I believe you, you have that. said, see you later, boy. Saying, <laughs> See a later boy.
0: At one point in his life I'm sure he has.
2: Oh yeah. Um Yeah, no. Uh I love like just about all of the music in the franchise and of course like other games have like you know the iconic songs like fucking Gold uh Goldfinger Superman, Dead Kennedy's police truck, uh M- Lagwagon May 16. Uh f- fucking Oh. Jurassic 5. Uh Power and not Power and Numbers. Um Jesus Christ, I can't remember what song it is that's in Underground, but they're in also Tony Hawk as well as Jetset Radio. Um so. <laughs> Common theme. Uh yeah, no, I don't think like I mean Odds are, if the Tony Hawk game is not very good, like the game itself is not very good, then the soundtrack probably isn't that great either. But the good games all have great soundtracks, for sure.
1: Something uh, funny, I guess. I don't know. It's not really that funny. Something. What's that? uh, When I was buying my car at CarMax. The yeah. guy who was selling it to me, because uh, I had to tell him my employment, he was like, oh man, I used to play Tony Hawk all the time. Uh, oh, yeah. And when they okay. were, he had a, like, punk ska band or something, oh, yeah. uh, and his band got into uh, Pro Skater 5. Oh, no shit. Sure. Yeah, he, he, like, got picked for that, like, uh, which I, I, I that's, think that's cool, like, I... You cool. grow up playing those games, and then a new one, regardless of quality of, of game, the you know, gameplay.
0: Yeah,
2: right. It's uh, not his. It's not his fault that Tony Hawk's right. Pro Skater Five sucks complete ass. Yeah,
1: but like, it's cool that you can like he like grew up playing those games, was influenced by the music from that to have his own band.
2: Did now, he say what his band was?
1: He did. It's been like. Eight years <laughs> since. Oh, okay, so it's yeah, been a long time. It's been uh, or something. It was like, it, like it was like maybe like two years after Pro Skater Five came out that I like. So it's been oh, okay, probably like five years or something. Like, so I don't remember okay. exactly. I was pulling it up to see if I could find it, but I don't see a track list. Uh, at least not right here
2: on the side of my. I have a link. Um, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, so I'll have
1: to look through it to see uh, what exactly it is. Uh, If I figure it out, I'll I'll let people know. But uh, okay, yeah, it's like I I just thought that was like something cool.
2: Yeah,
0: that is cool. Yeah, I. um... So you said uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four specifically? The soundtrack kind of shaped your tastes. I,
2: I mean, you could pick any of the first like six Tony Hawk, honestly, the first seven Tony Hawk games uh, and say like, you know, this, you could easily make an argument for like each one of those like shaping my taste in music. Um, there, I have like, favorite songs across the entire franchise but like pro skater 4 is just the one that i played the most when i was a kid so like i was exposed to it the most um so yeah that makes sense that's what i'll say
0: um because i wanted to kind of go into um kind of like branch off of that but uh this is kind of a stand-in entry for, like, all of the games with, like, similar soundtrack feels that, like, I like. Because, I mean, obviously, we all grow up playing certain games, and they, because of the games that we like when we grow up, will inform our opinions and inform our tastes later down the line. Uh, when it comes to game music, um, one very influential series for me is Pokemon. I brought it up a little earlier when uh, Landon had brought up the uh, concept of uh musical layering uh, affecting a gameplay experience. Um, but just a lot of the, specifically a lot of the older games in Pokemon, I've just really liked the music to the point where um, they've just kind of shaped my paced in video game music at least which it's it's typically a very like high energy like upbeat little bit you know faster paced kind of feel like i don't with usual with usually a a nice helping of a leitmotif being rearranged and uh used for different songs because i didn't mention this with spire the dragon but that's another thing that i really like about spire the dragon soundtrack is that there's a heavy idea of like there's a main theme that they use they take there's main like melodies that they'll use and they'll take that and then they'll kind of like put that uh into different songs um well the pokemon series does that it's typically more common for like battle music specifically uh you'll hear a lot of reused um sound bites that like get kind of mixed around and used Thieves. for different yeah yeah basically like i know that um probably like the shining example of a game that uses uh a main theme and then remixes it heavily is probably super mario world we didn't go- talk about that uh earlier but that's another game where a lot of people love the soundtrack and it heavily uses that sort of idea but um no just in general i just really like the older Pokemon game soundtracks. There's just so many iconic earwormy tunes. And um, I think it's also really cool how... Especially the Game Boy games. Um, they just managed to really maximize the limited hardware. Because sometimes these systems... These games are coming out on like... Uh, we don't... A lot... not We don't really have like any... We didn't really talk about like any like retro games. Or like older games uh, too much. But just the idea that a game can have a soundtrack that is um really iconic and diverse and robust despite the fact that the hardware it's on not really being able to kind of handle too much like special um but mostly i like a lot of the uh, generation three through five musical Though generation one and two is really good too um and it's just like the variance of music that the pokemon games have I think uh, Landon mentioned way back in one of our countdowns, uh, the um, National Park theme from *Soul Silver* oh, yeah. is a really good one. And it's, it's cool because they managed to take this theme that was a chiptune theme. So, you know, you had this, you know, this song that like you have to go based on the hardware and they managed to evolve it into like this really elegant song that like starts off really soft and melodic and there's a piano line and then there's like this big climax near the end that goes for about a couple dozen seconds that like really kind of like highlights and accentuates the um the tune that they originally had back on the game boy uh just There's so many iconic ones. I mean, we could probably sit here all day talking about our favorites, but, I mean, it's all good stuff. Like, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire have an excellent soundtrack. The route themes for that are really good. Uh, You have, you know, iconic stuff like Route 113 is incredible. Uh, You have... um, I I mentioned the Victory Road theme from Black and White is really good. Uh, And one theme that doesn't get talked about enough is the Pokemon League theme in Diamond and Pearl, which is like this really soft piano tune that's just kind of, you know, relaxing and cozy. And it's it's something that I like in video game music when they they take a moment, a snapshot in time in the game, and they have a song that really kind of like settles you into that moment. And this moment is kind of like trying to say, hey, you're like right outside the building for the end of the game you've made it it's been a long journey and there's you're probably tired and here's this really sweet sounding melodic relaxing tune to get you to take a deep breath before you go in for the final moments and i think it's really cool when games do that they really capitalize on that moment to produce a theme that really sounds nice for that uh I mean I'm sure you guys all have different favorites. There's there's so many iconic ones though. But
2: I thought about choosing uh, Pokemon Ruby, Sapphire and Emerald. Uh, for my I'm, I'm here to talk about it for you. I yeah. He's here um, to be the
1: conduit of the conversation. I,
2: so you I can decided
0: still
2: talk about it. True. I decided against it because I You've talked so much as,
0: about the those games.
2: Yeah, honestly. But like I don't know how much I really have to say about it, aside from I love every single song in that soundtrack.
0: It's good. Like there's not a single not a
2: single weak link in that entire goddamn soundtrack. Every single song in that perfect, perfect soundtrack. A plus. But like beyond that, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't have a whole lot to say. Um, like, it doesn't, like, have a particular, like, theme I'm going for. Right. I mean, I guess, like... I guess the next game I'm t- going to talk about, which is Xenoblade, um, I guess it kind of, like, covers a similar theme. Um,
0: But I'll, uh...
2: I don't want to... We can come back and... around to it. Yeah. Uh,
0: but no, I, I think... um. One of the things I really like about Ruby and Sapphire's soundtrack is Al, just. Wait,
2: hold on. Al said, "Mention the Canto Gym Leader theme from H- HGSS."
0: It is really, really good. The Heart Gold Soul Silver remixes of the that—that that was something I was touching on when I was talking about the um, the National Park theme—is the fact that they managed to take these songs that were just chip tune and very basic. I mean, they sound really good for the Game Boy, but they're very basic. They don't have instrumentation. They're just chip tune. Um, and they managed to, like, just. Like, stuff like with the. Uh, Harco- with Harkold Soul Silver, they managed to. Um, just add a lot of different instruments. There's, like, a xylophone in the Johto Gym Leader theme. There's a heavy use of guitar in certain themes, like some of the. Um, like the Kanto Gym Leader battle theme. I like how. Um, it managed to take the. Uh, the Legendary Beast theme from Crystal. And they separated it into three themes, and they had, like, different styles for each one based on the dog that it goes to like raiko is a more high uh high speed like more intense like guitar style like rock theme uh suikun uses more windy uh there's xylophones in there um ente is kind of a more like rumbly bassy kind of one so yeah no it's it's really cool how, what they did with that soundtrack um, yeah, I think that's all I really want to mention. That and the champion theme from Ruby Sapphire is really really good. The way that it manages to like have this idea of like, you know, it's it's supposed to be for like really um, intimidating because it's the champion theme, but it's also still really upbeat because it's like, oh, you made it to the final battle and this is it. There's just it's yeah, it's good stuff.
1: You know, I was trying to figure out why I So, I played through Shantae and the Seven Sirens, like, as soon as, like, the physical release came into my hands. I was trying to figure out, like... Because I enjoyed it, but I was like, something's missing. And I realized, uh, Jake Hoffman actually did not work on that one.
2: I was about to say.
0: I don't think he did. Uh, That's a shame.
1: Yeah. He has Um,
0: such... He has such good music, too.
1: So, he... He worked with uh, WayForward like full time from like twenty ten to like uh, twenty fourteen. Um, but uh, the development process for Half Hero was uh, like twenty thirteen to twenty fifteen. So like he was still working with the company when that one was like being worked on. Um, and he still like works with WayForward every once in a while, but he does like he's not like. Like full time on their payroll, he he like hmm. freelances with them. No, yeah, um, and I was like, oh, that makes sense because he's done. Well, he's been working in in the industry since like two thousand.
0: Oh, like he's now. actually been around a lot longer than I was thinking.
1: Uh, actually, longer than that. Um, oh, no, no, that's way forward. Let me go back to Jake Cotton. Yeah, two thousand. He worked on. Uh, let's see. The Game Boy Color port of Cubert was like one of his first roles as a composer. Um, probably. I mean, he worked on Shantae, which released in 20, uh, 2002, uh,
0: 2002 Oh yeah, I I forgot to mention, but main composers for the Pokemon music are Junichi Masuda, Goichinose, uh, Hitomi Sato does a lot of this music that i was talking about as well earlier
1: yeah um if you want some fantastic music uh the shantae and mighty switch force games a lot of the way forward stuff also he did shovel knight
2: you know that's what right he did, did do
0: shovel knight jake kaufman has a really good catalog of music yeah.
2: You know what else he did? He did Shrek, ogres, and drunkies true, for the Nintendo <laughs> DS. That, ga- that
0: game is officially worth looking at. Now we need. Now we need to stream it. Oh my god!
1: I mean, there's a... he did
2: pets, cats too.
1: He's 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 done a lot of stuff. Um, so there's a, if yeah. you want to go through his entire catalog, there's there's a lot. An
0: unsung hero of music composers for video games.
1: Um, I have played. Oh so he's he worked on uh, he worked on Crypt of the NecroDancer, which is a fantastic game.
0: Yes, I have. It's also another game that like has um emphasis on the music being integrated into the gameplay, right? Yeah. It's like uh, a, it's, that's the that's the roguelike one with the music elements.
1: Yep, roguelike music elements uh, where you're like you, you need to move to the beat of the music. Um, you can turn the difficulty uh, in quotes, down. Um, so you don't have to worry about that as much uh, in case you have, like, timing issues and stuff. Uh, but, like, if you want to play it on like, what it's supposed to be based around, you're supposed to, like, move your character or do attacks at to the beat of the music. That game,
0: yeah, that game has uh, inspired a lot of um, games like it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. There's so many on Steam that are very much the same kind of game.
1: Yeah, he worked on another game called Adventures of Pip, which I played a bit of and enjoyed. Uh, I played it on the Wii U. Um, Yeah. yeah, Oh my goodness. Um, He's worked on a lot. He does a lot of fantastic stuff. Kind of kind of chiptoony stuff. With some of his stuff. I mean, he's also worked on like Red Faction Gorilla, So Not 100% there But he's got like A lot of A lot of good Good sound To his music
0: I'm gonna say, yeah. I, I love the, Suv- the Shovel Knight soundtrack It's it's incredible
1: I mean you also like The Shantae games
0: I do like the Shantae game Soundtracks And Mighty Switch Force Was really good The music for it Was really really good mm-hmm. So Whoa s- Whoa I'm Space Cuba Whoa He's in whoa. Space Cuba
2: he is in Space Cube. Yeah.
1: No, no, I really like Jake Hoppin's stuff. Agree.
2: Um, I don't know if I have too much more to add to that, but yeah, I do no, love, he, just, uh,
0: he just has a lot of good stuff.
2: What I know of his work, I thoroughly enjoy. So say that.
0: All right, guys, I'm just gonna come out and say it. All three of our entries are of our last entries that we talked to, that we have our JRPG. So we're gonna talk about JRPG music because. RPGs have a lot of really good music, just a lot. If they there's don't, there's so goddamn bad. many RPGs with good music. If they if they don't, they're Sonic Chronicles: The Dark Brother. <laughs> exactly, that is exactly true. Um, but I mean, we've played a lot of RPGs. We have literally a top RPGs video that. Was... It was just
1: an RPGs discussion.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it was just. Oh, we, we, did, we also
1: have a top. We do have a yes. top ten RPG. I was gonna say
0: we, we do have a yes. top. Yeah, I didn't. I forgot about that video too. So we've we have talked an unreleased
1: about RPG yeah. video.
0: Yes, we have an unreleased yeah. one, but uh, we've talked a lot about RPGs because uh, spoiler alert, we like
1: those. Let's listen to Sonic Chronicles. O-
0: <laughs> God, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we don't have
1: to we, we don't have to save the VOD, but
2: sure. I heard I heard that like or I read that there's like a rumor that they lost all of the music files for the game, like right before it released, and they had like no time at all to like put together.
0: And they ripped a bunch of like music off the internet and made midis of them for yeah. the um they did have some themes i don't know if it was actually that they lost it or that there was they were time constrained and they didn't have um all of the music ready in time and just gave up on it but there is um there was like some like a few songs that they had like uncovered at some point where it was like original compositions they made for the game but they didn't have a lot but uh, we should talk about g- good soundtracks and not Sonic Chronicles: The Dark Brotherhood. So, who wants to start us off?
1: Those goes goes. Ah, uh, Jack wins. Jack, and go
2: I mean, first. he has to go first. All right. Uh, I'm gonna talk about Xenoblade Chronicles now.
1: Okay, yeah. talk about it.
2: Xenoblade Chronicles is composed uh, by Yoku Shimamura. Of Kingdom Hearts uh, who, fame, uh, yeah. Who also did music for Kingdom Hearts. Um. She is excellent at what she does. One of
0: the most talented in the industry.
2: Like, I don't. I don't really give a fuck about Kingdom Hearts, but she did Xenoblade, and that's. But that, you know, she's cool in my book for that. Yeah,
1: her whole um, series, like her whole discography, is pretty mid. If you average it all out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um but nah the stuff she did let, let's I'm going to pull up her
0: see what else she did she's been around since like the fucking early 90s don't forget Yasunori Mitsuda also worked on Xenoblade Chronicles music and they also did the music for Chrono Trigger she she did the fucking music
2: for Street Fighter 2
0: dude what No way! There's no
2: way, dude! What? Street Fighter 2. She did the music for Super Mario RPG. She did the music for Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. I do remember uh, Super Mario RPG. She's done a fucking lot. Mario and Luigi. That's crazy!
0: Yo, Yoko Shimomura is
2: one of the best. Mario Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story fucking xenoblade chronicles like the whole kingdom hearts franchise
0: uh dude breath of fucking... fire oh she did one song for it she didn't like do a whole soundtrack still she contributed yeah no she has a an expansive backlog
2: she worked on the mario plus Rabbit sequel which is pretty <laughs> funny
0: that is cool with
2: with grant Kirkhope.
0: i forgot grant Kirkhope was involved in that
2: Shout out to Grant Kirkhope. We haven't brought him up yet, but, like, the stuff that he's done in the past is fucking stellar. I love everything he works on. Um... Uh, yeah. But, yeah, Yoko Shimomura, uh... Is it Ace Plus or ACE Plus? Uh, I'm not- I'm honestly not sure. But they're like they're the band that does like the rock songs, the the rock and metal songs. Oh, really? In okay. No blade. Yeah.
0: That makes sense.
2: So,
1: like, you will know our names. Yeah. In kind of yep. Rhythm.
0: Hmm. Um.
2: Yup. Pretty much all of the, the big the big rockers. They did Gower Plane. Shit, dude. They did a lot. They did a lot in Xenoblade. So, like... Yeah, I don't know. And then also... Uh, Manami Kyoto, Who... Also did a shit ton. Holy fuck. I guess they I mean, like, the Xenoblade Chronicles soundtrack is long as shit. So... That's not really a surprise. Uh, I was gonna look up her, like composing discography but uh she doesn't have a wikipedia page. She let's see. She's done all 3 Xenoblade games. Uh she did Pokémon Park We Pikachu's Adventure. Yeah! <laughs>
0: yes. yes. Excellent.
2: Uh she worked on Smash 4 and Smash Ultimate. So I'm assuming just like the Xenoblade songs that are in those games but, Yeah. Um And then, uh, hold on, I can't fucking see. Yasunori Mitsuda uh, is the last composer on that list, and let's see what else he's done. Oh! He only, he only worked on, I don't know, fucking Chrono Trigger?
0: I did mention that
1: earlier. Okay. Well, he worked on it.
0: Yeah, he did. He did work he did work on chronotrigger he did he did mario party <laughs> he did uh, Mega Man legends 2 he did xenosaga's soundtrack as well uh, just the first xenosaga though so, really yeah really like, good stuff though
2: so yeah like all four of these like composers put together to the make most, the xenoblade chronicles soundtrack which
0: the most important uh, game yasunori mitsuda worked on is far cry's was, fantasia
2: Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, son. Um, That's a game. Hell yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no, those four together to make, like, this whole soundtrack of, like, songs and, or rather, tracks and themes that, like, perfectly set the mood for any location, any event, any story beat in the entire game. Like, There's, like, the low-key stuff, like, when things are really chill and, you know, just kind of, like, just hanging. Stuff like Colony 9 Night, for example, just off the top of my head. Um, and then you have stuff like the Gower Plains. You have, which is, like, big open field, big epic song. But when it comes to nighttime and then it's all, like, it's all quiet... You get these, like, super peaceful uh, compositions that are just, like... They're so goddamn good. I... Man. There's so many fucking... Pick an area in Xenoblade Chronicles, and the music is fucking... Like, it's just a guarantee that the music is gonna be fucking phenomenal.
0: Unfortunately, Uh. I can't say much when it comes to Xenoblade 1, but I will say... Uh, the music for Xenoblade 2 was also really good, and I, I do agree, because it's a similar situation there. Very nice, like, low-key stuff that, for, like, areas that are, like, you know, a lot more relaxed, and then you have, like, you know, bombastic stuff when you're out adventuring, and you've, you're, like, on a mission to go to a certain place. It's, it's great. Yeah You have anything I don't know He's he's closing in on his camera He's giving us the eye
1: No I don't It's fantastic music though
0: Oh god It's so good Even if you haven't played a lot of Xenoblade You probably heard the music from Smash at the very least And you probably liked the music too So Yeah I Uh, mean I remember
2: like I remember listening to, like, the YouTube uploads of Xenoblade songs before the game was even localized and thinking, God, when can we get this fucking game? I want this game so bad. And then we did get it. Operation like,
0: Rainfall was a success.
2: And it was
0: so goddamn good. Um, yeah, speaking of... um, Going back to the point about games where this has been kind of a recurring thing that we've mentioned uh, this podcast but um, speaking of games that the soundtrack manages to really nail the feel that the game should make you feel given your location or the certain moment in the game um, my favorite game Dark Cloud 2 has a phenomenal soundtrack that does very similarly composed by Tomohito Nishiora they haven't done a whole lot They are pretty well known though For the Professor Layton soundtrack uh, They've done pretty much all of the major Games uh, soundtrack
1: But um, those are good Games why would they do that Yes,
0: But uh, they, <laughs> they also worked on Dark Cloud, Dark Cloud 2 uh, Rogue Galaxy so um, They were very involved in the Early level 5 stuff and then basically Became like the de facto Professor Layton composer um, Tomohito Nishiora is um as a really nice elegant musical style to them uh where xenoblade is a lot uh you've got a lot of like stuff from like ace plus where like they have a lot of like rock stuff there's you don't really get any of that in dark cloud 2 and dark cloud 2 it's a lot more um there's not really any like rock style music it's very um orchestral you've got a lot of um string instruments wind instruments and other stuff like that um but they do a really good job of giving you a nice atmosphere through the music. Like some of my favorites are the Rainbow Butterfly Woods theme. Um, the Palm Brinks theme is fittingly French or uh, otherwise Central European like kind of Greece or sort of Greeks uh, kind of sounding kind of thing. Um, almost a similar vibe is like, um, like if you've heard the, uh, the themes for like uh, the overworld for Spagonia and Sonic Unleashed. It's kind of like that. Um, just a lot of, like, really nice, um, melodic kind of music. It's... Uh, I can't really begin to go into depth on, like, how it... Like, what... Like, my favorites, but it's just... It's really nice, because, like, they... There's, like, um, one theme... Uh, there's, like... There's, like, you have a use of, like... I don't know if it's, like, violin or cello or something. It's a very similar instrument to that. And that's used... Uh, through uh the battle theme is like highlighted through that instrument like it's like the song itself is really good in general but like it's really accentuated by that one instrument i thought i think that's really unique considering that's not an instrument you typically hear in uh game music a lot um yeah it's 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 nice stuff but I, i like how when games do that they manage to you know, just hit that specific atmosphere, I suppose. Uh, Landon's hiding behind his beard. <laughs> He's... <laughs> um I haven't actually played any of the Professor Layton games yet, but I assume they probably have good soundtracks too, right? I
1: mean, yeah? Jack?
2: I'm sorry... Professor what? Layton I yeah, I just cut out a little bit what happened. Oh,
0: I was I brought up professor Layton and I wanted to ask you your thoughts on the Professor Layton music while we're talking about Tomohito Nishihara.
2: Oh, it's fucking great. Um shout outs to GameSpot who when they reviewed the first Professor Layton game in 2008 and they gave it an 8 out of 10 But in the con section they said it had bad music and I say fuck you <laughs> GameSpot Fuck you, spider That that review the music stank is as hell. Great. That review is stank as hell, but yeah, no, I love the I love the Professor Layton music. Lots of accordion. It's all great.
0: I think there's use of accordion in a couple songs too in Dark Cloud 2. Like I said, Tomohiro Nishiora uses like a ton of different weird instruments. It's really nice. <laughs> Game spot. I, I Hi Hi Landon. Hi. What do you want? you want? You want to join us in our discussion about RPG music?
1: Do so you want me to pitch the Patreon again? Is that what you want me to yes. do? Yes.
0: No. Yes. Yes. Okay. No. Uh, Maybe? Make up your
1: mind. Uh, Damn it.
0: I am holding a green stop sign.
2: <laughs> I have Momo.
1: Join, join our Patreon. We will make a, I don't know, a $20 tier. You can have a picture of Momo with a trader stamp on it
0: perfect gotta make like a private uh instagram where we post pictures of our cats and you get access to it for like 12 to 15 dollars a month just daily pictures of all of our cats you get one picture from each of us for each of our cats
1: join the gaming stooges only fans but it's just (laughs) pictures of our cats hell yeah that's only cats that's a that's a pretty good idea Anyway, what were we talking I'm, about? We are talking about good games.
0: Talking yeah. about good game soundtracks. Specifically, RPGs have been the topic of today. Oh.
1: I don't know any of those. Yeah,
0: you do. Don't okay. lie.
1: You know what the most frustrating thing was? When I was like, well, I, a- I want to do trails.
0: You, But you couldn't pick one. It well, was hard,
1: huh? It's not that. It's. So. They have a sound team where it's like... Oh, yeah.
0: I know what you're trying to five say.
1: Five yeah. composers. Uh, but finding, like,
0: Finding credits, their credits,
1: Finding credits for the individual composers on the internet, at least in English, is... Uh, fuck you. That's, that's generally what I got. Uh, some of them I couldn't really find much. Uh, even on IMDb, it would only list, like, three games for some of them. The only person who has uh, a substantial number of roles is Hayato uh, Sonoda, who has been like part of. Uh, he's been a composer um, with Falcom since uh, Trails in the Sky.
0: Oh wow! So that's quite a while.
1: Yeah, um, he's like. I don't know if he's still with. So Some of these people also aren't with. I, I specifically, uh, because the task was list five games, and I was like, all right, I'll just pick Cold Steel 2 because that's my favorite um, game.
0: Al says it would probably be on the JP wiki. Yeah. So the Japanese uh, wiki, maybe, maybe it's there.
1: Maybe it's there. Maybe I can find better credits there. Um, but you
0: did what you could considering the Falcom Sound team is not... As well credited as they should be,
1: they, they damn well are not. Um, yeah, because even like, well, this is specifically used, so yeah, he's not going to be on there. But like, they have like five different composers, uh, or like it's like three to five depending on the game. Um, but they have like an internal sound team that works on uh, all of their like games. Um, and then, you know, someone leaves the company, they leave the company. Um, but, like, that's why, like, Trails, also ease uh, have really good soundtracks, is because they have really good composers, uh, that have been, like, working on the games for a while. A lot of them have been, like, like I said, uh, has been working on these games from the first Trails, uh, in the sky. Uh, for the Legend of Heroes games, all the way through Reverie, uh, Trails into Reverie. So, they've been part of the team for a while. But Basically,
0: like, since like the major overarching story of the f- series has started.
1: Yeah, and then has worked on a lot of the Ys games that have come out, uh, Seven and Eight, uh, and then also some other some of their other titles. Um, but yeah they've got like five people um i guess i could attempt to say all of their names um this is gonna be fun so
0: um hayato i have on my notepad yeah uh, hayato sonoda takahiro yunisuga uh saki Momoya, uh, momoyama i mean uh jindo and toshiharu okajima yeah some of those were hard to say <laughs> yeah
1: I think uh, Yokiharu Jindo uh, I think he's the the violinist so any of the the songs that have like major violin oh
0: okay so they're the responsible for those ones
1: yes Uh, I I believe uh, that's his like his deal is like because he has a lot of a lot of like he also does composers and I think he he, I found that he worked on Soul Calibur 6 as well, so I was actually able to find something that wasn't just a uh, <laughs> just a Falcon Falcom game. Sound Team. Crew. Yeah, yeah, just, it, not Sound Team uh, Jdk. That's the official name for for it. Is the they the Falcon Sound Team Jdk? But uh, yeah, he's. Uh, what does that stand for? Excellent question. I'm glad you brought that up. It's you know you're always asking the questions I am <laughs> it might mean something in Japanese uh... it probably
0: means something in Japanese so because I can't think of any English acronym that like that, that could be that sound based yeah I, no, I can't y- see anything y- you can go ahead and keep talking about what you're talking about I, I don't remember I, what I asked I, asked too, I asked too many questions
1: the sound team is really good And then they also, separate from that, have essentially an in-house band. They're freelance, but uh, the JDK band um, is, like, the people who do, like, the album... Like, they're the people that play the music. They're technically separate, um, and they're not part of the same uh, stuff, uh, but... uh, they like the band is really fantastic as well i don't know i think i found so the current members for sure hey hayato uh is for sure one of the current members of the sound team Um, hayato
0: just lives there
1: basically which is good because you can tell like obviously i mean you've listened to the soundtracks for a a at least partial soundtrack for. A cold I've steel. I've
0: I've found songs I like to the point I remember the names, and you're like, I don't remember that name.
1: Well, I don't usually like necessarily go out of my way to find the, the names. I just really like the music, right? Because um, usually, what I'll do is uh, when I'm like really wanting to listen to a song or to to a game soundtrack, is I'll put on the whole OST and just listen to it. From, oh, okay, from the back. Yeah. Like I would do that for Persona. Um, uh, Zelda, uh, Wind Waker was one. Um, a lot of the Trails games. So, like, I'll do that with. Some, I mean, sometimes there's been times where I'm like Jack, pick a game,
0: and then Jack will pick a game. Uh, uh,
2: uh, uh, oh God, Ollie, Ollie. And I would just listen to the whole soundtrack for that if I really (laughs) like the game.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's usually how it goes. So that's like, but yeah, like they have like incredible talent. Um, they like all the things they these two assholes said about uh, the the shit uh, about RPGs I pretty much.
0: Um, you did bring up Persona. We didn't get to talk talk about Persona music, but I know that Jack really loves Persona music. Considering Yes also, I
2: do. Uh I don't know how much I really have to say about it. I was going to say, like, um, do you
0: have anything to say? Because I don't know if I could really explain what what makes it good. It'd probably be something you'd be able to articulate better.
2: Um, man, I don't know. Persona has catchy songs.
1: I mean, I think they, they really work on fitting the mood of that game. Because yeah. Persona, especially... Three, four and five specifically. Let's let's be real. Yeah. They're not talking
0: about the the ones most people talk about.
2: None of us have played one, two, or two. Yeah.
0: I have watched a portion of a let's play for one, I think. That's it. I have no experience with Persona One or Two.
1: So they're they're really just talking about three, four, and five. So let's let's be real. But then now that we've gotten that part of the conversation in the way. No. Three, four, and five are really stylish. Yeah, like, there's a word like, that is a word snazzy. that describes those games, and that's from yeah. top down. Like every everything about those games is stylish. Um, yeah, especially five. Like they really like the menus are stylish. Uh, but I mean, four also had that. Um, but like they really worked on that for five. So like the the game soundtracks. Like just fit whatever that style of it is, um, and whatever the like the overarching mood of those games. Um.
0: I think one song is particular in Persona Five that really like kind of hits that point home is um, EY's um, Weapons Shop music the music when like you go and you talk to him and you like open up the theme and there's that smooth jazzy song that's just walking you through the menu as you're picking out the equipment that you want to buy it is so fucking good and it like it just it hits so hard while you're just scrolling through a menu it's crazy i agree
2: yeah um i i'm really blanking on anything specifically to say they're all I mean, like Lennon said, they're all. All the games are very stylish. All the songs in them suit that mood. Pretty phenomenally, songs are catchy as shit. Like, goddamn, there's so many good songs in all three of those games. Honestly, not again. Not to, not to completely ignore the first two three games, uh, but I haven't played them so. <laughs> Can't really say much about them. I mean, at, at at this point, I would just be naming examples,
0: right? Um, so, as a quick question, um, if the, if you have to pick like one uh, game or game series, if it's consistently made by the same composers, um, music that we haven't really talked about yet, that's just kind of like among your favorites. If you if if you can like like think of one uh what would you guys say is like one that's like really a standout for you
2: um i will like to bring up just one specific example he never stuck to a particular series um but i want to give mention to tim fallen uh who was a composer and For video games in the olden days. Like, a lot of the shit that he did was from, like, you know, the 80s and 90s. Um, He did, like, themes and songs for, like, some of the most, like, you wouldn't think twice about it games. Like, he did this theme song to Silver Surfer. Or fucking Pictionary, or Solstice for the NES. That has a um, really
1: good, the, if I remember, yeah. Right, menu. That's
2: that's what I'm saying. Uh, he also did uh, Plock, which is a game for the Super Nintendo that no one remembers, but this, but like the theme songs that he does, uh, and just like the other, like just the general compositions in those games. He goes like. Crazy on these songs. Like literally just listen to the fucking theme song for You know what? I'm gonna pull that up. The fucking theme song for Solstice uh on the NES.
1: This is an NES song. Which,
2: this is yeah, like NES. And it's like the craziest shit you've ever heard in your entire life. Uh it's like a full three-minute non-looping that
0: is is crazy for nes standards yeah keep in mind nes games the sound you're you're lucky if the song goes beyond a minute and a half
2: yeah it's like a full non-looping three-minute song and it's incredible um and yeah like other shit like fucking pictionary (laughs) the theme song is fucking incredible why did he go so hard? I don't know. <laughs> he goes Plock? so hard
0: for random soundtrack.
2: Like Plock the the theme song for Plock does not sound like it came from a fucking Super Nintendo. I think like, you
0: showed me this before. Yeah. This sounds M- familiar. Uh, not not oh, the any yeah. not not the no, not the NES one. The the, the one from Plock cuz you no. said the Plock. Yeah.
2: Yeah, specifically like Miyamoto loves that game. I don't know why. But he said, like, the theme song for Plock is, like, one of the best things he's ever heard in a video game. Well, there you go, that's why. It's, yeah. It's funny. Um, uh, Yeah, I think I don't have too much else to say about him specifically, but, like, just look up Tim Fallen on Wikipedia. Like, go down his list of, like, composition credits and just, like, pick a random game. And like the theme song for that game, probably goes crazy.
0: It probably slaps harder than the game itself does.
2: Oh fucking! How could I forget Puznik? F- the theme song for Puznik on what was it the f- like the Amiga or some shit? Jeez. and the, that's a deep cut. Yeah, it's 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 a deep deep cut. But the theme
0: song is so good. Uh, Landon, what about you? Is there a
1: I mean, big I would I would probably pick as a composer, uh, Kenji uh, Yamamoto.
0: Yes. Because uh, uh, unfortunately, there were. Uh... He was um, wasn't he? the one that um. Go 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 on. Go I was on, just
1: going to say I... he worked on like. Basically, he's worked on all the Metroid games. Like he's another, he's like uh, uh, another one that has just worked on a lot of like Nintendo stuff, um, as like a composer or like a sound support, sound directors. Um, but yeah, he's primarily done most of the Metroid games uh, from uh, Super Metroid onwards. Uh, so like his whole catalog is really fantastic,
2: for sure. Trying to think if there's anything anyone else specifically that I wanted to highlight. Um I'm going down the list of like my favorite games in my brain and trying to think if there's anyone else that I uh oh, fucking how have we I mean, okay, well, no, I guess we already we already said we're not gonna talk about Sonic. I was gonna bring up June Sonoi, but How dare
0: you. I mean Take that back. I mean you can go ahead. Okay, um I Okay, this is a different one. That's weird. Okay, what? There, so there's a. There's two different Kenji Yamamoto's. The one I was thinking oh. of was the bad one, that got in trouble for for uh, stealing music that he remixed into music that would go into some of the Dragon Ball games. Oh no. So when you said Kenji Yamamoto, I was like, I hope you're not talking about the... No, no this Kenji is a Kenji Yamamoto it's a,
1: who worked on the Metroid games. Yeah,
0: there's two different ones. Yeah. Totally different Kenji Yamamoto. Yeah. Come on, Cloud. Hey, I just wanted to make sure.
1: My head is Wikipedia yeah. up. I knew what I was talking about.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that was going through my phone to check. Because I was like, like that shit. sounds familiar. I was going to say, that one sounds familiar. I was like, is this a bit again? No. (laughs) This is another bit. No. But... You're just celebrating. The Metroid music is really good. Very atmospheric.
1: I am all bit, so that's fair.
0: Is it a trip of bits? Maybe. Just a a trip full of them?
1: Uh, Maybe I trip all the time, because I'm a bit.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I mean... Jack Jack mentioned Jun Sonoi. I could talk about Nabuo Amatsu all day. There's they have a lot of iconic music, like even if you don't really play games, you've probably heard the Final Fantasy ba,
2: ba, 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 ba,
1: ba, ba.
0: Landon will unironically hum that, and he doesn't play Final Fantasy.
1: I played two.
0: You played you played <laughs> A Final Fantasy.
1: I've also played Final Fantasy Tactics: War of the Lions.
0: That, that's a good game. See, although Nobuo Amatsu is not involved in that
1: one, but I I've played. It's fair 2 I'm not two. even counting Chrono Trigger, which I I always say is my favorite
0: Final Fantasy game.
1: Hey, listen, they released the Final Fantasy Final Fantasy Anthology with Chrono and Trigger,
0: and it was it was in there. Yep. So, so it, is it, is it you or is it square? Who's wrong? Neither. <laughs> neither.
1: <laughs> Cause of their idiotic I can say that. That's all Jack, I
0: love. Did you, uh, did you want to add anything else or, uh, I mean, not really. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's, uh, anything else we, uh, needed to cover. There's, as you could tell from all of the all the stuff we've talked about, there's it's it's a diverse range of things that go into why we like video game music and what constitutes a good video game soundtrack. It could be you know a bunch of existing licensed music that just gets put into a collective that just sounds really good together. It could be unique uh, sound compositions that either are directly affecting or just assisting the gameplay it's just there's a lot that goes into video game music but it definitely should be appreciated just as much as any other aspect of a game uh but did we have anything else we wanted to bring up before we sign off for the night i'm tired you're tired
2: yeah me too
0: yeah (laughs) i'm not tired i don't know why i'm not but uh we will see you guys next time with some other podcast topic that we don't, we don't know yet. Maybe we'll let people vote on it. Who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe if we have enough uh, people who uh, have joined our Patreon in time for that, we don't need that. We, we have yeah. three. That's more than, enough. but uh, <laughs> hopefully uh, you guys enjoyed. Uh, if you'd like to reach out to us and, share your thoughts about video game soundtracks. We'd like to hear your thoughts, what you like, what you grew up with.
1: Just email us.
2: Join
0: our Discord and talk to us about it. Just, just, yeah, fucking...
2: As as long as you're not, like, a weirdo, like, a certain certain person I could mention. If you literally... Yeah, just, just join our Discord and talk to us. If you
0: literally just join our Discord and then just share a link to a random video game song we will probably appreciate your we'll talk about it yeah
1: and if you are a weirdo i'll vote to make you a mod so
2: <laughs> is that what the patrons get to vote on who becomes a mod? Yeah. In the yeah. server Alice
0: i, I vote. do on on behalf of the <laughs> ref, of all of gaming studios i would like to humbly and professionally apologize for the lack of us talking about zach and wiki today um you know, there just wasn't enough time. Uh, in fact, I think um, I think we're getting cut off right now. Um, the RSS is like, you guys have taken up too much time. You got to go. So uh, I, I guess we got to go now. Bye. We'll see you next time. Okay, bye.
2: Bye. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening to the Gaming Stooges Talks podcast. If you enjoyed us, consider subscribing to our podcast RSS feed or follow us on youtube.com slash Stooges and twitch.tv slash Stooges for more gaming content. If you'd like to chat with us, join our Discord. The link can be found in the episode description. We also want to thank all of our Patreon supporters. Your continued support means a lot to us. Not already one? Please take a look at what we have to offer anyone who becomes a patron at patreon.com slash Stooges. See you next time.